This is episode 60 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Facing a whole new day is a lot easier when you remember that God is in charge. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Decisions, decisions, decisions. There are some large decisions you need to make in your life. And I would think for those of us who are married, or maybe you're about to get married, one of those decisions is when is the wedding date? That's a big one, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Is there a thought process behind when you make that decision. Tim, go ahead. Well, it was it was funny because we almost, my wife Trinity and I, we almost got married. We almost had a winter wedding, like January mm. kind of thing. Trinity had always thought about that when she was a little girl, thought that the, the winter and the snow and that that would be really beautiful. I was still in school. I was a junior in college. And, you know, we had been married or we had been engaged since the summer before. We're like, look, we, we know we're getting married. Like, why drag this thing out any longer? Like, yeah, let's just get married in between semesters here in the winter. And, you know, maybe it's common sense or whatever set in. But we realized if we did that, we wouldn't be able to celebrate with that special day with a lot of the people that we thought were really important to be there mm-hmm. for that for our family. Like it's in the middle kind of of the holidays. It's a little trickier to travel. So we pushed it off, but just just only as far as we needed to, because like as soon as school was out, so early May, that's when we got married. It was early May um, at the end of my junior year. So entered the senior year of college as, as a married student. But I just am a big fan of <laughs> I'm a big, big fan of whatever the date is. Like, don't don't push the engagement out any longer than you have to. I just mm. generally think there's a lot of wisdom. And look, if you know, if you know, this is the person, if you know you're getting married and you know that it's a good thing for both of you and you're you're prayed up on that, so to speak, you got good advice from right. wise people like do it when it makes sense. Get married. Don't don't drag the engagement out longer than it needs to. So for us, that was one week after school got out. All right. There you go, Therese. Who made the, was this a big, big decision or was it a top of your head decision or how did it work? Scott has always been a numbers guy. Mm -hmm. And so I shouldn't have been surprised. You're kind of like Trinity, Tim. Mm -hmm. I had pictured this idyllic autumn wedding where the program would be rolled up like a scroll. And when people opened it, vellum leaves would fall out and they would like, you know, grace the aisle of the church. We got married in July, uh, which <laughs> did not include any vellum leaves because the year before, on that exact day, we had met for the very first time. Oh. And so when you meet on a certain date and a year later, that certain date is on a Saturday, mm-hmm. you go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we actually got engaged in January on that date, six months after. So we met. Six months later, got engaged. Six months later, got married. Wow. And so for a guy like Scott, who's mm-hmm. all about numbers, mm-hmm. the 18th matters. So nice. July 18th, January 18th, July 18th. And now it's just, you know, easy, I guess, for him to calculate all of the <laughs> future years together, right? So that's why we got married when we got married. Not exactly the dream, you know, 
parchment vellum thing that I had planned, but oh. God knows, right? Exactly. And speaking of knows, um, you have to know, and I think you'd both agree, most married couples would agree, that you, even if you've been married for a few years or many years, you learn more and more uh, about your spouse hmm. as you go, about some things you didn't know maybe right away, uh, but you do know now. Now, however, I love my wife, obviously, and she knew me uh, before we were even married because we got engaged in December. And so now we're looking at the calendar and what's what's available. OK, when did, let's get married. Uh, we thought, OK, March is really the first time that we'd both be available. And Audrey said, nope, nope, nope. Can't be March. Mm-hmm. Nope, absolutely not March. I'm like, why? Oh. Yeah, I know. Why? She goes, that's March Madness, basketball. You'll be so busy <laughs> watching basketball during March Madness every single year on our anniversary. Oh. March is out. Oh, she was planning it out for the future, too, not just the wedding she season. Is so not just smart. Isn't she, though? And <laughs> yes. then then I'm like, okay, that way to go. I, way, mm. Nicely done. All right, let's go to April then. Nope, nope, can't be what? April. Nope, can't be April. Is it your jokes April 1st? <laughs> no, no. You'll be too busy doing taxes at the last minute. You're a last minute guy. <laughs> oh, no. You'll be busy doing that. We can't do it in April or, you know, especially for a wedding, but then every year. And it's like, oh, yeah. All right. Well, she knows me. <laughs> uh, and then May came along, and I can't remember why May it didn't work out. So we got married the next month in June. But originally it was going to be married in March, but nah. Basketball March Madness can't do that. <laughs> then taxes, and then they're you know, that. and I mean Tim, one of your favorite books uh, in the, in the Bible is Ecclesiastes. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they talk about you know for everything there is a season. Sure thing. And right. uh, wedding is can't be during basketball season. Um, so <laughs> that I, that's part's not true. In I'm not sure, was, but, not right. sure if that's yeah. scriptural right there. But, I don't uh, think that's scriptural. No. I would have been suspicious, you know, if she said, "Oh, we can't get married in March. Oh, we can't get married in April. Oh, we can't get married in May. Uh, oh, we can't get married in June." Uh, At that point, you begin like, to go. Hmm. Wait a (laughs) second. (laughs) But here's the most important thing, and this is a test for all of Hmm. us right now, because I don't know how you guys figure it out. I do it by the year. Okay. Tim, how many years have you been married now? It's coming up on eight. Therese. (sighs) Is this the 25th? I think this is the 25th. I think it's the twi- oh. 1998. This would See, be 25, a, right? right? See, that's exactly oh, you know, okay. right. Yeah, okay. right. That's exactly how I have to do it now. We're coming up on 34, but I don't just don't know the number. I have to go. Right. Okay, 1989, and you divide by three. <laughs> and add, you know, <laughs> right? Well, it is 25. I'm, I just use the calculator on my phone. <laughs> and that's, that's right. Yeah, you have to remember the year you were married. So here's the most important thing, though, about choosing the wedding date uh-huh. that you both. Show up on the same day. Oh, you, you both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, isn't there? Isn't there one other guest that hmm. absolutely has to be invited? Yeah. Let's make sure God is in the middle, hmm. not just of your wedding, yeah. right? But in the midst of your marriage. Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is Rise Up on Family Life. A lot of folks have been busy already in their sugar shacks out there, boiling their New York or Pennsylvania tree sap down into maple Mm. syrup. Mm. Does Mm -hmm. anything go better over that stack of pancakes, I ask you? Well, you could start off better and not do a stack of pancakes. Here's your hot cake help for the day. You were looking for this because you're busy there. You're, you're, you're busy on the griddle flipping flapjacks for the fam. And it's easy when they're done to start <laughs> stacking them on a plate one after the other. I don't know. Then you do something silly like you take another plate and put it on top to try to kind of keep them warm or something. <clears throat> Made that mistake. You end up with a floppy, soppy, soggy, tepid 
pancake stack. Don't do that. The hotcake helpline here is going to tell you to put the oven on, something low, like 200 degrees, put them out on a wire rack, lay them side by side. Oh, you'll keep those buttery fried edges crispy and your centers will be warm and fluffy still. Now this pro tip, you might think it's for the pancakes. No, no, no. That hard-earned maple syrup deserves better. <laughs> Coffee? Check. Music? Check. Fun and encouragement? Check and check. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Do you feel like you're the one who takes care of all the other people? It happens when you're a mom. So our family went on a little vacation a little while back. And, you know, I have a packing list. I keep on my phone. I'm checking off the stuff as I go. I'm reminding everybody, do you have your bathing suit? Do you have your toothbrush? Do you have your medicine? You know, I'm checking that everybody has what they need. And, you know, my backpack is all loaded for the plane. And we get to where we're going. And I realize that I forgot something very important. Oh, no. Oh. I forgot underwear. Well, yeah, that's that's good. Like, not a single pair. It wasn't like I threw in a couple and I was like, oh, I'll grab some more from the laundry room. No, like, I didn't pack any for myself. That's the thing that they say, well, if you go on, just as long as you have that, you're good to go, right? (laughs) Right, right. And here I am. I don't have that. I am not good to go. And it wasn't the souvenir I had in mind. Thankfully, you can... (laughs) Buy them in right. most places. But it got me thinking about being wrapped up in all the details, you know, like, oh, do I have the perfect snack for Bible study? Oh, do I have like this super perfect journal, the right pen to write in? And those things are nice, but they're not the most important thing. So maybe today where you're feeling a little off kilter, you need to be reminded. Read your Bible, mm-hmm. pray, mm-hmm. worship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are the mm-hmm. things that matter. Don't get caught without the most important thing. If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Now, the great divider. I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about a thing. All right, I'm going to ask you this question. I know you won't have an answer to this one. Hmm. How many times in your lifetime have you been to a grocery store? Don't okay, have any. Never mind. <laughs> yep, you're right. Long time. Long, long, long. A many, lot. many, many. A lot. Many, yeah, many, that's a, right. a lot. Many, much. Yeah. I, too, have been there a lot. Never knew this would be a controversy, that you're having your food, and you put it up on the thing. That's the name of it, right? It's, it's the, the thing. The conveyor, the conveyor belt. Conveyor belt? Yeah, okay. I call it the thing. You put it on the thing, and then, hmm. but somebody's in front of you. They put all their stuff on the thing, and then you're waiting to put your stuff on the thing. And uh-huh. so you get the great divider. Yes. <gasps> oh, yes. And you put it behind there. You put it across yeah. the conveyor belt the, or yep. the, the thing. The, the stick of Apparently peace. that's not the way you're supposed to do it. Wait, what? You're supposed to put it perpendicular the long ways for two reasons. One, it separates what? the food more and it, it has a se- the sensor. It uh-huh. stops the conveyor belt. Yeah. At the right time. I didn't even know about that. You're supposed to put it that other, like a toddler sleeping in bed with exactly. you the other way. Like right. You're way. supposed to put the long way because it separates <laughs> the food. And I didn't have wow. any. I've never seen in all my times huh. I've been to a grocery store. No. I've never seen it done that way. But that's supposed to be oh. the proper way of using the divider on the, the thing. They haven't told us. Nobody's been like, why hey, is there not a thing wrong. that shows you how to use the thing? Yeah. Like the thing directions. And right. nobody has even corrected us. Exactly. Over right. the years. They never well, now me. I'm going to go to the store and tell everybody how to you're using the thing wrong <laughs> using the, the, the divider the, the, on the thing the is things. all wrong yeah, so next time do it yeah. perpendicular right. see what happens okay <laughs> 
you're not late, you're right on time, and we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. I know you've seen this happen before when God can change the way you're seeing something just like like that in a moment. He sure. just, everything you're seeing. My, my brother, this happened literally with his sight. He'd been praying about like getting that laser surgery because he's super active with his kids. We're talking about a guy who like would routinely do backflips when he's playing with his kids. I mean, active, outdoorsy wow. brother, this guy. Wow, not the only one, huh? No, no, no exactly. No. Uh, I've seen you practicing <laughs> out there, Steve. <laughs> glasses like like they go flying off your head when you do those backflips. Glasses yeah. didn't work out too well for my brother, so yeah. he got this surgery. And even the doctor was surprised by this. Next day, twenty twenty vision, like mm. amazing that kind wow. of change. And I'm thinking, yeah, that does even happen spiritually. Just like when you realize like God loves you, that changes yeah. your vision spiritually. The way you see everything is different in a moment when mm. you realize God loves me. I could make you want to jump for joy. I mean. Some people might make them want to do backflips for joy, Steve. Well, I can understand that. (laughs) Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. St. Patrick's Day. There's so many wise words, proverbs, limericks written about the Emerald Isle. But why should it be the only place Hmm. that is celebrated? It's our tribute to the Family Life listening area Limerick style, Timothy. What do you say? Therese knows coffee and crema. Oh boy. And that names are not what they seem. Let me remind you, it's not like Peru. The town like the bean is called L- Lima. No. Lima. Oh, man. It, hey, so worry. close. I'm going to keep trying. Hey, hey, don't worry. Sure. Bean there? Done that. <laughs> Done that with that name. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else wish morning started just a little later? Yeah, we get that. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.